0: Hello and welcome to the Grove. Today we'll be looking at Briar, the restrained hunger. A failed experiment by the Black Rose, Briar's uncontrollable bloodlust required a special pillory to focus her frenzied mind. After years of confinement, this living weapon broke free from her restraints and unleashed herself into the world. Now she's controlled by no one, following only her hunger for knowledge and blood, and relishes the opportunities to let loose, even if reigning back the frenzy isn't easy. Briar is from Noxus, a powerful empire with a fearsome reputation. To those beyond its borders, it is brutal, expansionist, and threatening. Yet those who look past its warlike exterior see an unusually inclusive society, where the strengths and talents of its people are respected and cultivated. The Noxi were once fierce barbarian tribes until they stormed the ancient city that now lies at the heart of their domain. Under threat from all sides, they aggressively took the fight to their enemies, pushing their borders outward with each passing year. This struggle for survival has made modern Noxians a deeply proud people who value strength above all, though that strength can manifest in many different ways. Anyone can rise to a position of power and respect within Noxus, if they display the necessary aptitude, regardless of social standing, background, homeland, or wealth. Those who are able to wield magic are held in particularly high esteem, and are actively sought out in order that their special talents may be honed and best harnessed for the benefit of the Empire. But in spite of this meritocratic ideal, the Old Noble Houses still wield considerable power, and some fear that the greatest threat to Noxus comes not from its enemies, but from within. Near the end of his reign, Grand General Borum Darkwell entrusted the Black Rose and its many Hemomancers with creating a new kind of living weapon. Unlike their previous experiments on the deceased, this would be a being born from and fueled by blood. One driven to hunt down targets without requiring the sustenance of food and water. And so, Briar was born. Her creators wanted an assassin, but all she wanted was to eat, eat, eat. When her first mission ended in a frenzied gory failure, the Black Rose decided that Briar was too dangerous to use, but too powerful to be destroyed. In order to control her, they devised a special pillory, locked by a Hemolith gemstone, to restrain her and focus her mind. Once shackled with the pillory, Briar, along with the rest of the Black Rose's living weapons, was quickly deployed during Jericho Swain's coup against Darkwill. She was given a handler to help direct her, but when released from her pillory, Briar immediately devoured him and everyone near her. Everyone but her target, Swain who escaped while the living weapon fed upon friend and foe. After an arduous capture, Swain's guards managed to trigger Briar's pillory and restore her restraint, enabling them to transfer her to their holding facility. Alone in her cell, Briar could focus on nothing except her hunger. Though she couldn't die from starvation, the absence of fresh blood weakened her day by day. At first, she thought the chorus of crazed wails echoing around her room were her own starving thoughts, until she realized the sounds were drifting in from unseen neighbors. Did Swain's forces manage to capture other living weapons during the coup? Was she locked up with them now, each having failed their mission, their purpose? The voices cried out for blood, a sentiment Briar could relate to. But what she couldn't stand wasn't how often they did it, nor how loud they were, but that it was all they talked about. Their unrelenting hemomania was the most boring thing she had ever experienced. As hungry as Briar was, and she was hungry, her thoughts stayed focused on the pitiful sounds of the others. What if she managed to break out of the pillory? Would her frenzy make her even more unhinged than her neighbors? Would she become as single-minded and boring as them? The idea was too horrifying to dwell on so she instead resigned herself to listless solitude. Years passed, and the time alone allowed Briar to reflect on herself and consider the possibilities of the world outside her cell. Entertainment consisted of eavesdropping on the guards' conversations, devising new ways to pester them for raw meat, and agonizing over whether she would raise her pet spiders or eat them. By chance, while she was toying with her pillory one day, she inadvertently loosened the hemolith, which settled into a position just short of unlocking the restraint. Briar froze as thoughts of her hemomaniacal neighbors filled her head. Is that what she'd become? But then she realized something. Being under control was just as dangerous as being out of control. She wanted to strike the balance. Having discovered the Hemolith's mechanism, Briar devised a plan. By this point, the guards were so used to her calls for attention that when she lured one close to her cell, nobody noticed he was missing until it was too late. The guard's blood surged within her, lighting a fire that had been waiting to spread. Briar was finally free. Now the living weapon gleefully roams the streets of Noxus, pillory locked back in place until she wants to unlock it. As she assimilates to the world outside, with the black rose monitoring the unexpected development, Briar eagerly learns all she can making new friends and discoveries in a world she is starving to experience.